0: The Award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer, and outdoor expert novice Jason Harmon. Hello, everybody, and welcome
1: to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. We're glad you're tuning in. Thanks for watching and listening. We got a great show for you today. Uh, got some some officers in the building, so we're going to behave. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Don, yep, yep. straighten up over there. Okay. Uh, but first, we want to introduce uh, a radio station.
0: Kick it yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. We've got WCSK. That's the latest addition to our 24 radio stations across the state. that are. And this is the, the cool part about it is it covers us clear up to Kingsport. There you so go. So we're Memphis to Kingsport all the way uh, uh Kingsport City Schools, WCSK, 90.3, and I think they hold the record for the most plays of Wildcast uh, per week. On Saturdays and Sundays, we're on at 4.30 p.m. both days, and the extras, the Wildcast extras, the five-minute pieces, uh, air at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5.40 p.m. every day of the week. So awesome. We appreciate WCSK.
1: In Kingsport That's great. So uh it's it's a school, right?
0: Yes. So a lot of a
1: lot of kids listening. Yep. They may be interested in this show today. They, exactly. Hey,
0: we're we're always up for new recruits. Hey, speaking of new recruits
1: <laughs> <laughs> We got one in the house, a newer recruit. Yeah. And then we've got uh, the man in charge, Mr. Darren Rited, Colonel.
0: Seeking out those recruits. Yeah, yeah,
1: and his son Slate. So we're excited to have Slate and Darren with us today. We're going to talk about becoming an officer and, and some of the things around it, and then kind of some of the special parts that they have a bond here that the father and son in the field. So that's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah.
0: We always hear about, w, or, uh, about TWRA being uh, a family kind of, kind of uh, agency, yep. and, and that's so true. So many. Um, uh, family members decide to to follow their their uh, parents' footsteps, and, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, anyway, it's just it's neat to see, and uh, we got a great example of it here today. Yeah, thank you guys for being here.
2: Appreciate it. Appreciate yeah, it, sir. Jason. Appreciate it. Don. Uh, I don't know if the audience will know, but I
0: see you are stacking up some boards here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. To <laughs> get I gotta, up to our
2: heights. So. I got
0: to do my best to keep up with you guys on the on the height department here. I'm a little challenged, but. Uh, i uh, got a couple of shims, and uh, uh, I'm good to go now. It's yeah. all
2: good, but we appreciate it. So it's kind of twofold here is to kind of give our background and history the uniqueness of a father-son combo. Yeah. Work in the agency and both in law enforcement. And also, it's pretty good timing in the recruitment uh, piece of it because right now we have opened up our application process and period for about three weeks it's been running about a week so it's kind of our time to start receiving applicants to become a wildlife officer and so you know we've been fortunate we can talk about that a little bit later but it's kind of unique that we're still together and able to work together in certain aspects and all that so with that you know we've had our history in our like Don alluded to is the family you know the family interest is we've had four other father and son combos as long as I've been in my career at 36 years, wow! So it's it's been quite a, a journey. It's been quite a ride. It's been awesome. It's been great. And you know, Donna I'll always remember that legacy video with that music. How impactful that is! So, ah. whether I claim that as my legacy, but maybe <laughs> so. We'll wait and see how see the all how that his turns career out. goes. <laughs> <laughs> how that
1: turns out. So it's unique in that part. That's neat. That's yeah. neat. That's great. Well, let's jump into some of this. Uh, you know, becoming an officer and recruitment and things. So, right now, uh, the process of hiring is happening. Uh, and so, what are we looking for when it, when we're looking for an officer? So,
2: we just did a new recruitment video that should be posted out that we showed yeah. it the director of staff this meeting. So that hopefully that'll hit hit some folks and 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 you know make them inquire some more further questions about how to become an officer. But. Mm-hmm. In its simplicity, from, from the education piece, uh, there is a bachelor of science degree required. That's the first step, right? That is it. You've got to have that degree. And it's in wildlife or fisheries management. It's in wildlife or fisheries biology. And it's also in natural resources. But we do look at degrees that have a close related field that's gotten a certain amount of hours and all the subjects that they need to be to come to the interview. Then once the application period ends, we got a couple more weeks to run it. Then what'll happen is we get that register and we start
0: Start selecting the
2: candidates and then we'll bring them in for a 20 minute meet and greet first interview. Then we'll have to gleam out of that how many we wanna bring back for a long 55 minute interview. Then if we do get offered, if they do get offered a position, a job, then it comes to a 22-week training academy that we do in-house that mm-hmm. we built. This will be our fourth year for this academy, so we're really excited about that academy. And that focuses solely on conservation law enforcement. They get all the training and the indoctrination into Everything the agency they through that
1: 22-week program. So, Slate, like what what was your degree in? What what was your focus?
3: My degree was in natural resource management uh, with a concentration of wildlife biology.
1: Awesome. So, okay.
3: Yeah, it was fun four years. It's fun classes. You get to learn a bunch of stuff. And then, um, I mean, it's just working up to your goal, your end goal, coming in here and interviewing and getting a job. So it's a dream come true for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
2: so, hey, what school was that?
3: UT Martin. Go Skyhawks. Where yeah. is that?
2: Is that a school? <laughs>
3: He's a tech. He's
2: a tech grad. I say that. So. I'm, I'm a Tennessee tech grad. So Family rivalry. Yeah. Rivalry right
1: <laughs> going on there. Yeah. 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 So – that's that's just good information. So there there's, there's multiple options in Tennessee. Uh, a lot of good schools, but there's kind of like four main schools that you can attend, right? Right. We They're see a lot of focused. candidates
2: come through the Martin program. Great program. Tech Tennessee Tech's got a great program. UT Knoxville's got a great program, and we're starting to see some LMU folks have got a program. And I know okay. uh, Union University has a program. Uh, Memphis has got a program, but see, yeah, there's several states, several colleges in the state. That will prep you to be able to apply for us. And I
0: know uh, Cleveland State's got a; they junior college, right? Right. So yeah.
2: it's a bachelor degree, so they can get their. That's a good place yeah, to start Foundation, too. get their uh, basic stuff, and then move on to another university right. that yep. offers that focuses on the uh, management, wildlife management, uh-huh. the fisheries management piece.
1: So that's the first step. That's the first step. Get your get your degree in order, and know know that path. Because if you want to be an officer. We're looking for those folks that that have that expertise.
2: Yeah, and it, if I could, I mean, you know, it's a passion versus pay. Because, I mean, we're state workers. We get that. But mm-hmm. it's all about the passion. And, you know, and watching him, I guess he could probably need to answer that, me coming home every day. But we were – he was fortunate that, you know, the wood duck trapping, the turkey trapping, the goose roundups, and all that that – he was able to participate at a early young age kind of exposed him to that then well, hunting got, and fishing hunting fishing a lot <laughs> yeah. and then you know as he got towards the end of high school and I'm thinking I need to get you on another path, no, 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 no. <laughs> and then I thought, physical therapy, what a wonderful thing. UT uh, Chattanooga's got a great physical therapy program. Let's get into that and come out and make money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I couldn't ever get him to budge. And then finally, my wife, my only wife, my current wife, <laughs> for now, no, is she just finally said, You don't get it. Leave, leave the boy alone. He wants to be an officer. And I mm. thought, Man, you know what? I I sat back and thought about it, and I said, she's right.
0: Think back to when you were his yeah. age, right? Yeah.
2: And she's right. So at that point, I got off that different path and, and tried to help him along to get him prepared through college, you mm-hmm. know, and, and give him tidbits and stuff. But then again, right now, Mama's not happy because— <laughs> Those phone calls to mama were constant till he got this job and now guess who he calls uh-huh. he don't call mama no more so son call mama oh, I know. often yeah. as you can because she likes to talk to him but you know now he calls me we talk work where the fish biting and, and mm-hmm. uh, are they are they killing any turkeys where and seen any big deer so that's kind of our conversation now but he needs to start calling mama a little more regular.
1: Absolutely. So was this the was this the path you? I mean. Oh, absolutely.
3: And dad hit on it. The exposure that I got every day from him coming in and out of the job, all the different events, the people I met. Um, ever since I could really, you know, grasp what was going on, I want to be a game board. Mm. I guess it was sophomore year of college. You know, we were on that physical therapy route and talked about that. Mm-hmm. I think it was one summer, maybe going to my junior year, and that's what I told mom. I said. Mom, I want to be a game board. So I think she went in there, had to talk with Dad. And that, that, it, it ended there. So Her
0: mission granted. That's right.
3: Yeah. But um, all the advice and the mentoring he's gave me, I mean, mm-hmm. I couldn't ask for anything else from him. So it's been a great, I mean, great ride so far in my career, and it's just beginning, so I can't wait to see what 20-something more years has to offer. So um, I'm really excited to go forward
1: tell us a little bit about the the process so you 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 went to school and came out of school that's right your process was just a little bit different than what these new guys are going to
3: yeah the my process was 12 weeks at buffalo ridge and then um we went on fto out in the field and then we went to donaldson i was last class to go through uh donaldson the police academy for 12 weeks so but nowadays the new academy is 24 weeks long and um It's a little brutal at first. I mean, get in shape and get mentally prepared for it, but Mm -hmm. in the end, it'd all be worth it. Um, It's great training. Um, The guys you get to meet, all the different officers, that's what I really liked about the 12 weeks at Buffalo Ridge, was all the different people you got to meet around the state. Mm -hmm. So um, you build your bonds, your chemistry with all the guys in your class, and um, that's going to absolutely stay with you your whole work career i still talk to my guys that i graduated with through police academy we just talk and, you know catch up whatever hey how's work going and stuff so it's pretty cool with all the guys and girls you get to meet too
1: so uh we've kind of touched on the education part you gotta you know make sure you've got a wildlife
0: forestry degree we mentioned those so that's good another thing during those college years the importance of uh volunteering your time and getting out getting your hands dirty getting your boots dirty oh yeah yeah uh, absolutely on, and uh and learning what goes on out in that's the field right. it's um, just so important
3: any volunteer work or any you know check in stations to work and, yep. s- and things like that to get you involved and you get to see firsthand on what's going on I uh, I participated in a lot of those and it was it was great to see all that
2: and another encouragement is: is the students that are going through the wildlife programs, is is take those initiatives for volunteer, like you said, uh, deer check station, but yeah. also reach out to the local officers in your community and get with them and tell them who you are, what you're interested in, build that relationship, and that way when you come to interview, you know some of us, right. and then especially. What we try to do is fish, fries, and bowls Uh (laughs) to uh college students. You know how it is food they're coming oh yeah yeah, right and and they get to see us out of uniform and regular we're not all dressed up guns on and all that so they can see us in a more normal atmosphere and get to know them. we want to know them on a more personal level right and more more than the the educational side so we, we try to do some of those activities with some universities and it you build those relationships with those kids that you may see in a year or two and you know, in a year or two, they may be in any uniform.
1: Right. So speaking of schools, wildlife societies are big, right? Yes. There's a, there's a lot of groups that these students can be a part of. Were you a part of that, Slade?
3: Yeah. Uh, yes, sir, I was. I enjoyed the Wildlife Society a lot. And um, all those guys and girls in there, it's it's neat getting to have everybody around have the same interest. You right. Know. Same so, passion. Yeah. Yep. So it was fun doing Wildlife Society. We went to conclaves and CIFAs and stuff like that and got to spend a lot of time together. So it was a lot of fun on that aspect of it.
1: Yeah. It's important. That networking is is important. Absolutely. In any job you're getting into, I mean, it's always good to to volunteer and get your name out there and and all that good stuff. So um, you touched on this at the beginning, but father and son, uh, you know, officer and combos out there. There's been a few come through the agency. And it's that's pretty special, isn't it? Yeah, it I is. I know it from your from your side. I'm sure it really yeah, is. Yeah,
2: and and to see that be you know watch that observe watch those father and sons, but it's kind of more impactful. Like on holiday weekends on Kentucky Lake, I'm able to get in the patrol boat with him and get out on the lake and work that boating safety. And then, when you pull up to somebody and check them, and they, they're looking like that back and forth, they see our name tags and they're trying to look,
0: rider, <laughs> say, rider, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. They're seeing our names and. And then we say, "Yeah, we're father and son." They say, "Oh, how cool is that?" And we're 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 good with that. Yeah. And then you know we've been able to work. Like I said, we've worked some opening uh, muzzleloader weekends to where we can go out and work. And he leaves me out on the ridge, and I'm kind of walk back. And <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm, "This is a young man's game." And they show up with a four wheeler because they felt sorry for me, wanted yeah. to get me right back. And I said, "No, nah, ain't no way I'm riding that four wheeler back to my truck. I'm walking." So. We can create some memories. Got a few more years left, so hopefully we can be in the same situation to patrol and work events. Uh, I know another impactful event is at least seven days together at that Waverly flood, Mm. and that that was impactful. And then to watch us all come together, not just father son, but our unit of guys and gals that were assigned to that detail or that event, it was. Un- unbelievable. So we were able to work side by side during that event in another capacity not mm-hmm. from a wildlife enforcement standpoint from but helping the community standpoint. Sure. So we we've had some good good stuff to be together on. So what
1: hopefully in the next few years we'll have a couple more opportunities to spend together. Yeah. That's that's a big one that I don't think people understand or know about is we're not just all law enforcement all the time or wildlife law enforcement. It, sometimes you have to step up. We have the tools that some other agencies don't have to help with floods or help with different, you yes. know, fires and things like that. We we we're on call for a lot of different things. Oh yeah, ice storms.
2: Uh, the recent East Tennessee fires. Uh, Tornado damage, we, we do it all. We even get shipped out to state if, you know, you're training. Mm-hmm. We've got the training and the assets that a lot of folks, like you said, don't have. So, And then manhunts is a big thing that we've had a, a participation in. And, you know, what better knowledge of the terrain than the local officer mm-hmm. uh, game warden in that county knows knows his terrain. And that's where we get leaned right. on pot, uh, a lot to help out and assist in those Disaster
0: events, and I've been around long enough to remember you guys' participation in Katrina, absolutely, two thousand five. That was a a, yeah. a huge effort uh, among a lot of states, but Tennessee especially. Yeah, you know, we took we there. sent
2: thirty two officers down there and had our boats, and we spent seven days down there. And uh, yeah, it was it was quite an event too. But the local, when you witness that local Waverly, how it impacts locally, right. mm-hmm. it really hits home. And it really is heartfelt that you can try to do as best as you can do and help out as much as you can.
1: Yeah. Well, when you're not on the job, what are you guys doing? <laughs> right now we're chasing
2: them birds.
1: I was gonna say it just happened. So the season just kind of got kicked off. What? How's the season going so far? Well. Okay. So me and
2: me and me and sister daughter, uh-huh. we're trying to hunt some birds and.
1: We're big-holing
2: him, not telling him where they're at. Yeah, okay. Because daughter needs to have a bird, because I can't stand the <laughs> lashback or feedback from her that he's already killed a bird and <laughs> I ain't killed a bird. Then when we tell him where they're at, he goes and kills them. Yeah. So we kind of keep that hidden. But right now, chasing <laughs> birds, and then hopefully uh, we like to croppy fish together and mm. then. We 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 don't tell nobody this, but we we like to jump in them creeks and get check, get after them smallmouth. That's kind of my specialty. is oh, yeah, going after
1: them smallmouth. So when you say jump in the creek, you're wading, right? Are you yeah. are you fishing from a boat or okay? Yeah. Can't tell them everything. <laughs> no, it's it's always. So what's
2: the GPS coordinates? <laughs> yeah. <to this>, uh... <laughs> no, it's all weight fishing. So it's good. local streams, and there's a lot of good smallmouth around here. Just gotta get the access and the permission. But I've been chasing them. Fishing these creeks for thirty-six years. I've got. I'm. I'm in my thirty-sixth year right now. So, Mm. I got a few places I can go catch a
0: smallmouth. We've got a special guest that we've had on a couple of times, but uh, he. His his channel is creek fishing adventures absolutely. and uh, uh, John Dalton John Dalton yeah okay. and uh, man he's he's all over it we had a hard time peeling him away from Seven Mile Creek out here you know oh, absolutely. I had to drive across it to come in and I said yeah that's good that you came in to do the show and didn't step out there and wet a line right yeah. there in the creek it's hard not to when yeah you see a
2: good looking creek you're thinking you're thinking the whole time how would I get how
1: do I get to those fish yeah so, what's, uh, what's something that stands out uh, with you and your dad out hunting uh, growing up? I know, I mean, you've been around it your whole life, and a lot of our officers grew up, or most of them grew up in the outdoors, but what's one that stands out? I, I'm going to say my first turkey I killed with my dad. huh. Well, uh,
3: I think I was using a little 20 gauge. I don't know, I can't remember how old I was, but it was picture perfect. They were roosted up on the ridge, flew down, walked up to the logging road, and I shot, turkey rolled. Turkey gets up, takes off. I was crying, you know, I was tore up. <laughs> of course, he, you know, he's asked me what I was looking at. Dad, I hit the bird, you know, it rolled off. So we went on about our business, and we come back that evening. or the, Yeah, it was that evening. We saw buzzards and stuff. We went down there, looked for the turkey, and there's a big pile of feathers. So ah. I guess the coyotes or something got a hold of him. Uh-huh. I looked at him. I said, I told you I killed that bird.
2: <laughs> well, the part he left out as soon as you see shot, I knew that bird was hit, but how good, not too sure. Mm. So he's moving, and he's going away. So I jump up trying to help, and I what he left out was a tree root. Oh, yeah. So I go, I mean, like cartoon flying spread eagle, <laughs> land on my belly, and I'm laying there, guns over here. He's back at a tree just looking. <laughs> and I, I get up, and I said, man, there's nothing more I can do. But the beauty is we did go back and find that bird, and we got— the spurs and the beard. Mm-hmm. Lost the meat. I get it, but yeah. at least that was his trophy, and he fed the community he took them there. Home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, had him in duck blinds at three years old, and you couldn't, you couldn't get in the blind because he sat at that door at the end, and everybody that came in that door that had a duck, it, it had to go to him first. <laughs> and he would stack them up on the bench and separate the bag <laughs> limits back then. You know, if you came in the blind, your duck went here, and everybody yeah. had their own pile of ducks. So. He started out early.
3: I guess another good one I can think of is, um, I guess we were in Cheatham, WMA, hunting one of the public blinds. Uh-huh. We were hunting. It was a slow day, cold too, and they cranked up them heaters back there, you know, the Mr. Heaters, the old school heaters, and I wouldn't, I didn't think nothing about it. I was young, and so I still got a scar across my hand because I walked up to it. I saw it shine and I just leaned up against it and just, you know, not thinking, uh-huh. and he wraps up my hand when we get home and mama comes through the door and she knows something's up hey, don't say anything to your mama no I won't but she knew she said what happened so that was another good story that I can remember uh, burning my hand on the heater
2: oh, hopefully wow. he's learned what happens in a duck blind stays
1: in the duck blind <laughs> that's right that's right uh, and you don't give away your favorite fishing <laughs> spot no, no, no try
2: not to do that right now so and then you know I, I have to appreciate my wife his mother that you know certainly endured my 36 career uh 36 career 36 year career and were you in your fourth or fifth year now Three and a half. And and four fixing to be four years and you know from from that perspective she's got concern and, and she likes to hear from us and you know because now she's reliving him going oh, through yeah. what she grew up with me and and so there's some she, check, she checks up on us pretty regularly, yeah, so and I, and I get that.
0: And the thing of it is too, you know, we talked about the family affair, and you, of course, it's obvious with the two of you, but it's also your spouse. You know, yes. your your wife, Slate's mom, she's she's been a part of the team from the get go, hasn't she? I mean, she's that glue, right? Taking those take you know, taking that odd call that, that you couldn't get to or that they were trying to reach and they, they hit the home number probably not so much as, as it used to be, but <laughs> yes. but in the beginning when everybody had a landline, that's how they got a hold of you.
2: hundred and ten percent and you had to have that call wait in case you missed a call. Yeah, right. She had probably one big rule that I could remember. If that phone rings and I just prepped you a hot dinner, do not answer. So it took me a, a time or two, but if she had a hot ready meal and she just put it on the table and that phone ring, it was the look. Right. The look was don't answer that phone to it. Right. You eat your food, then you can answer the phone. So I, I, uh-huh. I learned that
1: pretty quick. That's a
0: pretty good rule. I like that.
1: <laughs> that was her uh, only rule. It'd be hard to pass up a hot meal, though. Yeah. <laughs> Uh but yeah it's uh you guys go through a lot y'all do a lot um it's 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 a little bit different than being a, a street officer you know you encounter you encounter someone with a gun all the time if you're in the field you know it that's right everybody that you come in contact with is hunting if I mean unless it's fishing but you know they, they've probably got a gun on them and but but luckily it's been good. Interaction with the public, and I think they appreciate what we do or what you guys do as an as an officer.
2: And one of we going back to the new recruit thing. Mm-hmm. So one of the keys is the communication piece. So we need you to be able to communicate because yeah. that that's what we do. Whether they're hunting or fishing or boating, they got the same likes that him and I do, and we enjoy doing. And we're just out there making sure you're safe. And you you know there are rules and regs, and just make sure you're within those. Mm-hmm rules and regs that you should know if you don't we'll we'll take the time to educate them on them but communicate because they're out there having that passion just like us and we're not out there to uh, you know ruin their day or anything we're just out there to make sure hey we're here if you
0: need you. A lot of discernment and a lot of common sense has to come into play. Absolutely. You know when you're dealing with with the public and and, uh, hey back to the or going to the recruitment part as far as New hunters and anglers, you know. I know Darren's been involved in R3 back way before yeah. there was an R3. Mm-hmm. You know, recruiting folks, uh, especially young people. You know, in the area where where you've you've been. Um, uh, I remember early early on going out with a video camera and shooting p- pictures of. Uh, uh, new hunters that, right. that got recruited on youth hunts sure. in Ashland City and, and the check station there at the fire station. and Oh, yeah. And uh, the importance of not only teaching the hunter ed class, but taking that ne- next step, you know, for the kid that maybe didn't have a parent that could take them, you know, but uh, providing an opportunity. So kudos to you for doing oh, that. Oh,
2: I appreciate it. And I know over time there's a lot. Daisy does quite well with all the youth. Programs and hunts, whether uh-huh. it's you know we started out with deer, we went to duck, we went to turkey, we went to dove, so all those are out there. And I encourage those families that don't have the opportunity or don't have that mentor. There's a lot of mentorship programs out there now, so just reach out and holler at us. We can direct you in the right direction yep. to to provide that opportunity that you might not have. And and we more than glad to help you out with those
0: programs. Yeah,
1: yeah. That that reminds me to. Uh, go check out our website, uh, gooutdoorstennessee.com, uh, because there's an event calendar right there, and there's a lot of stuff coming up. Right, you know, dove season to be here for. You know, it's turkey season right now. Uh, you know, get out there and enjoy the outdoors. A lot of fishing events coming up. Yeah, time to go fishing. But uh, yeah, uh, introduce those folks to the outdoors and and share the passion that you love. I know, I know, I enjoy getting out there with my son, and uh, I can kind of share that. That excitement, you know, I, my son killed his first squirrel and I went crazy. Oh, right. You know, we ain't got the turkey yeah, I, of the deer yet, but uh, it's, it's fun to be out there with your family and your friends. And you know, and you know this well is, uh,
2: don't blink, right? <laughs> yeah, And that's what happens. Find right time, yeah, yeah. So don't blink. Spend the time when you can, and because one day they're going to be like this. Yeah. Yep. So don't blink. Yeah. Spend time with them. All right
1: guys. I appreciate y'all. Thank you. Thanks. Enjoyed it. Uh, Absolutely. If somebody wants to, to be an officer, wants to apply get online or they can
2: call My office, I'll be glad to help them, HR, but if they want to start out with me, that's great. It's uh, 615-781-6669, and we'll help them get in the right direction with the right folks if it's not me.
0: Be sure and check out that new promotional video that's out, too. That's a a real neat piece, and it'll give you a little... Just get you a little inspired to put yeah. your name in the hat to get, right. yep. get selected.
1: And uh, you can always visit tn.gov. Sure. Uh, I think it's tn.gov careers. But just go there and, and click your way through wildlife resources, and they'll be there, too. So. be glad to help anybody out that has the interest. In All right. Uh, we didn't mention it, but you can get these hats like I'm wearing today <laughs> on the e-store, shop.gooutdoorstennessee.com, And you can also buy a license at gooutdoorstennessee.com. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. This is Tennessee Wildcast, and we'll see you next time.